Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello and welcome and welcome back. This is Eve here. Um, This is not a lesson. It's just a discussion. And it's a short discussion too. Um, And the reason why I'm having this discussion is because I want to talk about losing loved ones. Now, Why am I discussing this? I have discussed death before in my lessons. Please check the platform library. But as I have various discussions and as I think about those discussions, I think about myself, my life, and reflect. I'm always reflecting. And this, um, what I want to say now is such a powerful subject that I want to talk about. Sometimes there's things on my heart that may also be on other people's hearts and we discuss, but like I said, it, it, it's on my heart too. So I felt like I needed to go to my platform and discuss it because maybe somebody else is having this issue. Um, and this issue is about losing loved ones. Okay, now, sometimes, well, I'm not going to say sometimes. On this earth, we as human beings, we get one life to live. On this earth, one life. Okay? What you do with your life is your business. But know this, the Most High brought you here and he gave you a piece of flesh, okay? You're a little light. He gave you a piece of flesh to live on this earth, to learn, to grow, to establish relationships, interpersonal and other relationships. Meet somebody, fall in love, whatever, okay? He gives you your life to do with it what you will, Okay? And um, I'm talking to everybody on this, but I'm always focused on the children of Israel. Understand that, know that. I am always focused on you. I'm also focused on the second plot, but I'm always focused on the original branches. And I say that because I, I'm also an original branch. Not to say that we need some cleaning up in our own backyard, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about living and dying. Now, some people 
die tragically, some people die mysteriously, and sometimes some people are diagnosed with something that is going to make, make them slowly die, okay? Any way you transition is tragic simply because death is mysterious and death hurts, okay? If the scriptures say that death is a sting, and it is because it leaves people stunned, shocked, even if it's tragic, even if it's uh, mysterious, even if it's gradual, even if you're diagnosed with something and you got two years to live, whatever. It hurts. It's shocking simply because the older we get and the more we have people around us, the expectation, the carnal expectation is for them to always be there. But when you get this tragic news about somebody is going to die, it's hard. It's hard for the individual that's dying and it's hard for the people who love them. Now, why am I having this um, discussion? Like I said, in passing, I have conversations. And I also think about things too, because I already told you, you're going to learn some about me every time I have a discussion with you. And I have had a few people pass. Some people um, was diagnosed with various issues and they had um, a certain amount of time to um, for their body to shut down. I'm just going to say that because a lot of times doctors tell you, well, you only got two months to live. And that's really not true. It's just that whatever the diagnosis is, they're guessing how long it's going to take for your body to shut down. So they will give you an roundabout number. So it's not that expected number because only the most high knows when you're really going to expire in transition. Only the most high knows, okay? Now, depending on your body, and I'm not going to go too much into the scientific stuff, but depending on your body and what it could take, that is when, if you have some kind of disease or whatever, that is when it expires. But um, we are living in a time when there's so much, especially, especially people in the United States, is so much poison in the air, poison in the water, poison in the food, poison on the ground, everything. I already did that lesson. And a lot of times, some people who have taken care of their bodies and did whatever, they develop certain things to get them to a point that the body can't um, continue to flourish. And um, sometimes people can't do nothing for you and you don't have a lot of time before your body expires. Excuse me. Um, in that case, and this is a case that I have experienced myself. I have lost a loved one that was young and I have lost loved ones that were middle-aged. Everybody's lost someone, but I'm saying someone diagnosed with an issue, a young person in my life and an older person. And it wasn't an older, older person. It was somebody in their 30s and then somebody in their early 
Well, just get into the early uh, 30s. So it was between the 20s and the 30s. And some people going into their, it's not people, it's actually three people. One person was in their early 20s, going into the 30s. One was early 30. And then the other one was early, I want to say 40. And for me, it was tough because as someone who loves someone in their family, they lose that person. And when they're told, oh, you have this diagnosis and, you know, they, they're estimating how long this person is going to live, but they really can't tell you the pinpoint because I already told you most high is the only one who could do that. You scramble to figure out what you're going to do about it, number one. Number two, how am I going to approach this person? What do I have to say to this person? What do I want to say to this person? Now, some people may not say anything. Some people may um, avoid the situation altogether. Some people may get angry. Some people just may lash out. And some people just disappear because they don't want to deal with it. I say that to say there are different phases that we as human beings go through when somebody dies, but I'm not getting into that textbook stuff. I'm not getting into it. What I was saying, like I said, I already dealt with death and discussed death on the platform. So if you're looking for that, you can go find that on my platform. But I want to say this for those people who have things that they want to say to a loved one. We all grew up, um, differently. Every population of people have grown up in different ways. Some people know how to talk to people. Some people don't. Some people have dysfunctional uh, relationships. But in any relationship you have, I feel like, because I do know people who are losing loved ones, just like I have lost loved ones in regards to um, you had this diagnosis and somebody's telling you, you got a certain amount of time to live. And even those loved ones who have people that's elderly that are, um, their mind is dwindling and their body is slowly breaking down. So they know at some point something's going to happen. This is what I want to say to those people. Sometimes you have things that you want to say to somebody. And even growing up, you always wanted to be one way, but because your cultural background or the way that you was raised you don't say anything. Sometimes people think, you know, because we're supposed to respect our elders and stuff like that. If it's an elderly person, sometimes we have something to say to that elder and we never do because we think that we're going to disrespect them by saying something. But I'm here to tell you that you can talk to somebody without disrespecting them. Okay. I know a lot of people who have elderly parents, elderly um, relatives, that they grew up thinking that you could never talk back to them. You could never talk to them because they're the elder. But you're a human being too. And if your elders or that loved one that brought you up raised you in a respectful manner, then you yourself can understand that you're able to relate and discuss with this person whatever you need to say to them before they pass. So I want to give you some 
um, idea of how to communicate to your loved one that is going to transition soon. The first thing I want to say is um, if you have something to say to that person, say it. If you have to uh, go practice it, if you have to learn how to say it, if you have to um, think of what to say, even if you have to write it down, do it and don't hold back. Another thing I want to say is be respectful. Like I said, if they raised you in a respectful manner, you're going to be able to talk to them in a respectful manner. Even, even if you don't know how to talk to them, learn how to talk to them. Okay. Don't think that you even have an having an opinion is disrespectful. You can talk to someone and be respectful. So that's what some people have to learn. Some people believe that if you if you even say something back to somebody and have your own opinion, that is disrespectful. It's not. It's just that you have your own opinion. You don't have to be disrespectful to have an opinion. So like I said, be respectful um, and you can um, disagree with someone and have a different opinion and not offend the person that you love. So yeah, you can agree to disagree and um, live harmoniously. That's another thing. Um, another thing is you may want to ask more information about a person uh, or your loved one that you believe or they believe is taboo or something that they didn't really want to discuss. Remember, this person is leaving the earth as we know it. They're transitioning for, from a physical being that they're, they're going to shed their physical coat and they they're going to become what the most high made them. This is why I always say, know who you are and who you came from or know who you are and who you belong to. Because you are a consciousness, a little light. That's what you are. You are a spiritual little light in a physical form, on a physical plane. When you shed that physical being that you are, what's left over is the little light that came from the father of lights. So this is why I always say that. I don't just talk off the top of my head. There's a reason why I say everything. And it's very important. Everything is relevant. And that's what I say all the time. Everything is relevant. So back to the things that you always wanted to say. Sometimes when we grow up as children, we have our parents and those people who watch over us or our loved ones or whoever raised us. We have those people and we look at them as the end all and be all of the beings. And then when we grow up, Sometimes if we're lucky, we get to know that person as a human being, which is even better simply because you will be able to get to understand the highs and the lows of your loved one and to know how they grew up. And then you get to look at them as a human being. A lot of people don't get to do that. So those people who have not gotten to do that or, or are still trying to learn who their loved one is, parent, uncle, whoever loved them and grazed them up. You may want to know something more about your family history or who they were before they had you and, you know, who they were when they was young, how their parents and grandparents were. You may want to know that. But sometimes you don't get to ask that, that question. And sometimes you're... Um, you're not able to because of the generation. 
of the loved one. I already told you, um, our older generation, um, depending on how you are, how old you are, 70s, 80s, 90s, um, if you have um, uh, family members that are that age and up, those people and their parents are, were raised at an age that nobody said nothing. Nobody said absolutely nothing. You had to try to figure it out on your own. And I did do a lesson on generations. And that's a real important lesson. So that you may want to go and just listen to that because they have different, uh, different generations have different values and um, ways that they grew up. So being that, I know I'm not from that generation. My mother's mother was, and my mother is was the type of person that if you didn't ask her nothing, she never told you nothing. But if you asked her, then she would tell you. And that was my mother. But my father, you didn't ask him nothing. You're not going to ask my father nothing because he ain't going to tell you that. Okay? And that's how his family is too, to this day. Everything was wonderful. Everything was great. Meanwhile, there's so much dysfunction. But if you ask them something, oh, no, everything was great. Okay, how can you talk to somebody like that? This is what I'm saying. You may want to be able to talk to someone in the family um, and want to know something. Maybe something happened to somebody and you don't know why and that person either died or whatever it was. You may want to know something about that and nobody's budging to tell you nothing. Now this person's on the deathbed and you want to know some information. Now, you may not get to know that because there's some people that take their stuff to the grave, honey. They take it to the grave. And it's very sad because it leaves the rest of the family in limbo. And this is why I'm saying what I'm saying. If you have people who are on the verge of their last part of their lives, whether they are an elder, whether they are someone who was diagnosed with a debilitating disease that's going to take their lives, this is the time to be able to contact them, to not avoid them, and to connect with them before they leave. We only get one life on this end of life, okay? Once we transition, we got to wait for the most high to um, get everything done, because I already told you there's a um, consummation of time. Everything's going to be done. Most high going to do what he need to do, and then it's going to be judgment. You're not going to see your people again ever on this side. Never. When they leave you and they transition, they're not coming back on me. So all the things you could have, would have, should have said, it should have been done before they were still breathing. I say that to say there's a lot of people that are burning. When I say burning, burning to ask questions, to give support, to love, to give um advice to do whatever to the person that's dying and they don't do it and then what they do is they kick themselves when that person leaves when that person takes their last breath when the most high takes their last breath back because the most high gave you the first breath and he's going to take that last breath you need to have been able to Talk to that person, love that person, tell that person you love them, support that person, do everything, ask all the questions you need to ask and everything before that person take the last breath. Now, 
you can only control yourself. You can't control nothing outside yourself. Nothing. Only yourself. Okay? You can't control what people say. You can't control what people do. You can't control any of that. But what you can do is take the step to try to support the person who is getting ready to transition. This way, you will be at peace. And you will know, even that person might be at peace. That person may even say that I needed to get that off my chest. You just don't know. There's been so many times, not only me, but many loved ones that I know and still loved ones that I know that are going through this right now, kick themselves because they never asked. They never talked. They never supported. They never did nothing. They either ran away they refused to talk to the person or they were so self-centered that they never got to talk to the person before the person transitioned. Okay. And I, and not only am I talking about, I'm focusing on people who were diagnosed with certain things because I have family members who have, but what about the people that die tragically? And what about, you know, what, what about them or mysteriously? It's still tragic. We are not promised tomorrow. We're not promised tomorrow. While you are here today, the present, that's why the Most High gave you the present. It's a present. It's a gift from the Most High. That's what it is. And you need to make the most of every day that you are living on earth. The day that you woke up in the morning, that this day that you woke up in the morning, you need to thank the Most High. You need to tell your loved ones that you love them. You need to do all of that. You can tell the difference between someone who lost a lot of people and someone who didn't lose a lot of people. Because the people who didn't lose a lot of people, they think they got all the time in the world. And the people who lost a lot of people in their lives that impact them, they cherish every moment. They tell everybody they love them. They humble. You could tell. Or at least I could tell. I don't know if you could tell, but I can tell. And um, basically, they just happy about everything. Oh, I'm happy. I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to see you. I'm happy. And that's how people are when they've had a lot of tragedy in their lives. They hold on to every minute and they understand that every minute is a present. And the present is the gift from the most high. That's what it is. It's a present. We lose people every day. Somebody lost somebody today. Somebody lost somebody today, either tragically, mysteriously, or just naturally, or they're getting ready to go. Somebody is, somebody lost somebody and somebody's going to lose somebody. My suggestion to you, my strong suggestion to you is to go and give them as much love as you can. And I have, I have supported many people who have had someone that's going to transition and I have had to discuss this with them and just give them some something to think about. Because like I said, it's so many things that we have our heads wrapped up in, everything. There's a lot of things that we're dealing with. There's a lot of things that we're doing. There's a lot of things that we have to, um, we're just doing stuff a lot of times just on nerves. We get up and it's just a reflex. We're just doing whatever we're doing. We never stand still and, and be in the moment. And that's what we need to do. 
when you have a parent, a loved one, somebody who's getting ready to transition, you spend as much time as you can. I don't care what it is. I don't care what you got to do. You spend as much time as you can with that person. Try to understand that person. Try to accommodate that person. Try to love on that person. Try to understand that person. Try to get answers from that person. I don't care what you need to do. Whatever's unanswered for you and you need those answers from that person, you go ahead and ask them. It's not disrespectful. You just got to learn how to communicate it. You need to be in that person's life for the last moments they have. That's what you need to do. Because when they go, they're gone. And a lot of people who are fearful and prideful, they miss out. They miss out. There's many times, and I can count many times I have had to come to somebody and give them that piece of information just to let them stop and think about what I said. You know what I'm saying? Stop and think because when you're able to spend your last moments with somebody who's getting ready to transition, that gives you peace. Because there was no loose ends that, was, that wasn't tied. You wrapped up all your loose ends. If you your goal was to go and get whatever it was fulfilled, fulfilled. There's no loose ends. So this way you won't be hating yourself or beating yourself up or whatever for what you should have said, could have said, would have said. Had you got back in the time machine and saw that person. Oh, if only I had five more minutes with this person, I could have said this and this and that when you could have said it while that person was still there. I say this to say all those people who are losing people now, go to that person. Love on that person. Let that person um, know that you love them. Let that person know it's all right because the people who's going and uh, those people who are um, diagnosed with some and they being told that they're going to um, expire, they're afraid too. Death is mysterious. The only one who came back from death is Yeshua. And he said, don't worry, because he, he overcame death. That's what he said. The Most High also said, don't be afraid of the one who killed the body. Be afraid of the one who can kill the body and the soul and have fire. So this is something that you could also secure your loved one who's transitioning with too. Because the minute they take their last, last breath, they popped over to the other side. They already on the other side. The minute that last breath exhales, they on the other side. That's what people don't get. They on the other side. And they just may be fearful because they don't know what's going to happen. Because everybody is afraid of the unknown. I just wanted to say this because I know there's a lot of people hurting. There's a lot of people I know that's hurting. There's a lot of people that I may not know that's hurting. Um, like I said, I have gone through this quite a few times with young people. It's young people. I've, I've gone through it with young people diagnosed with different diseases. And the minute I was told they was going to die on this 
you know, oh, she or he don't have that long. Maybe they got two days, three days. The minute I walk out that hospital, they die. It happened to me twice. Twice. And the people, let me say it was twice. I'm sorry, it was three times. It was three times. Three times. An auntie, a sister, and a niece. Mm-hmm. And um, for whomever, I was trying to make it vague, but I had to get specific. Yes, family members, very close. Um, for those people who, like I said, they were very close to me. I loved the pieces of them. I mean, I loved them. Loved them to pieces. Young. Um, they were fearful, scared. We had these conversations. And I think it helps the person who is transitioning and it definitely helps the person who has to watch them go and then have to deal with the funeral and all of that other stuff. I just feel like if you could get everything out that you can, all the things that you feel in your heart to that person, that will make everybody feel better. And then you don't have to walk through life wondering it's just it's a lot for those people who are having this issue my prayer for you is that you find peace and um, comfort and that you give and provide peace and comfort so that you can take that in your heart and walk with it for the rest of your life instead of having this peace that's going to haunt you of what you could have done, what you should have done. Maybe I should have did it this way. Maybe I should have did it that way. Maybe I should have asked more questions. Maybe I should have did this. Maybe I should have did that. Why didn't I ask this? Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I tell that person I love them enough? Why didn't I do this? Those questions loom and sometimes they could be a thorn in your side for the rest of your life. I have seen it many, many, many times. Thank the most high, I knew um, what I knew when I was in those situations. Yeah. I never, in those three situations that I told you, walked away and said, maybe I should have said this, maybe I should have said that. Nope. I came, I comforted, I talked, I came to my own um, conclusion that I did everything that I could. I loved them the way that I should have loved them or could have loved them. And I know that they heard me because they were in comas. I knew that they heard me. I only talked to one person and one person had a dialogue with me. The other two didn't. But I knew that they heard me because I was giving cues as to what they could do if they heard me. And they responded, even though they couldn't move. So I knew that they were able to hear me once they transitioned. And the freaky thing was they didn't trans, um, they didn't um, expire until I left. So it wasn't made for me to see that. But it was meant for me to go there and to give them my love and my support to go because some people didn't want to go because um 
this was looming and that was looming. And I said, no, it's not. It's not looming. The person I can speak to, that's what their fear was. And I said, nope, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be all right. Because like I said, some people may have questions before they pass. Nobody's saying nothing. How do you know that you can't answer a question? How do you know you're not going to be the comfort to that person who's transitioning? You will never notice if you don't have the dialogue. You have to have the communication. That's all I want to say. I just, I feel like somebody needed to hear that. Yeah, I feel like somebody needed to hear that. And um, I hope that this piece of information gives you the strength and the courage to do just that. Go to that person, visit that person, do everything you need to do to make sure that person is comfortable. If you need to ask a question, something that was looming, whatever, be respectful. Love on that person. Let them ask you questions. And um, help them to have a um, transition that would not be so scary. And this way you will have the peace in your heart so that you could keep moving too. Because sometimes people don't get that peace. Sometimes, sometimes they don't. There's a lot of bitter people out there because of something that they could have done and they should have done, but never did it. Uh-huh. And then that person transitioned, whoever it was they loved, transitioned, and now they're bitter. Everything in their lives is bitter. They just live a bitter life because of something they should have done. So like I said, um, I hope that this message finds you well, and I hope that it gives you a tool to be able to use if you have a loved one that is about to transition. Um, I encourage you to be um, just elevate, walk with the most high, let him teach you how to be more of a spiritual, to me, more of a spiritual person and learn how to um, deal with certain situations like this. I hope that you enjoy your day and until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliff note, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. Hey, don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed and it's free. 
It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks.